live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show with Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Pulls up left side, now free throw line. Scott drives in, puts up a bank shot. Good, and a blocking foul! It counts! And Liz Scott will go to the line for one! With four seconds to go! The inbound to Cook, just driven it away. Preston, your ball club, 20-1! and one. 40 straight wins at home against non-conference opponents in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. The final score, Auburn 86, Oklahoma 68. The bluest blood in the building comes out of the veins of the Wildcats as they defeat Kansas on its home court, 80-62. to Now the Bengals' Super Bowl chances rest on his right foot. The kick is up. Yeah. It yeah. is good! Coffin nails! Bam! 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 That is unbelievable. Snap back to Garoppolo. Pocket crumbling. He spins out. He's hit. He's wrapped up. He flips it forward. It's tipped. It's intercepted! It's intercepted! It's intercepted! Aaron Donald got pressure on Garoppolo, and Traven Howard clinches the NFC Championship game! Horrible decision. Not ideal. Good morning, everybody. New day, new week, almost new month. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show on The Ref. Brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Not too early to start making your plans to get away for spring break. If you don't want to deal with the hassle of flying, give Shelly at Extreme Outdoor Equipment in Gold's Vehicle. XOE is the exclusive Oklahoma rental agency for Cruise America RV rentals. They manage an entire fleet of 25 and 30 foot Class C motorhomes and have just what you need to hit the road in comfort and style. Extreme Outdoor Equipment. All right. We now know it'll be the Rams and the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Uh, OU men fall at number one Auburn Saturday, 86-68. OU women win thriller over Texas. Liz Scott, the game winner, 65-63. And the OSU men fall at Florida. Had a big first half lead. Gators came racing back, 81-72. TJ, the SEC wins the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Yeah, they did. Six to four, the final there. Thanks a lot, Kansas. Holy cow. 
That game happened while we were in the air. What happened there? Uh, I was at Bronx's games during that time, but got home at the end and flipped on and saw the score, and I'm like, whoa, man. It just looked like a beatdown to me. You know, I didn't see enough Home of it to give a Home team won every opinion. game except for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kentucky went into Fog Allen Fieldhouse and just pasted them. Man. And the one SEC game I really wanted to see an SEC team win, uh, Kansas or, uh, Texas got them at the end against Tennessee. Tennessee came uh, all the way back. They tried to blow it, didn't they? They came all the way back. They were just getting dominated the whole game and – uh, next thing you know, uh, they, they slapped that run on them in the last, you know, five, six minutes of that game, and Texas uh, pulled it out, though, 52-51. Did you watch the OU game? Yes. Mm-hmm. What was the deal with the announcers? I saw a lot of activity in my timeline over the My TV guess announcers. would be the amount of love that they showed for Auburn the entire game. Like, it was, it was as if they were the crew for Auburn, and... They had those bucket hats, you know, that they gave away at the game uh, that everybody was wearing. And it was a yeah. cool scene. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, was cool. cool when go, yeah, yeah, it was a cool hat. It was a cool thing when they'd go to the crowd. But um, they put the hats on at one point, and then the uh, lady that was doing color, she left the hat on. He goes, you're just going to wear that the whole game? She goes, I'm rocking this. This looks great. Like, what a great giveaway. And, like, she's wearing the hat. And, like, it was a, it was a big Auburn Carolyn love Peck. fest. Yeah. It's a big Auburn love fest, so I can see why OU fans were a little irritated by that game and the way it was called. I see. Yeah, yeah. I see. My my thing was when she they went back to her like it was something to mention it was the giveaway and because they kept showing the crowd with all the bucket hats and it's one thing to mention it you know coming out of a break like they did it's another thing to keep the hat on and then say that she's going to keep wearing it and then she was. They were both way over the top for Auburn. So that that's, to me, when it kind of pushed the limits there. Uh, okay, I'm going to do the facilities now before we get too deep into the show, but I do want to okay. say this about Barkley. We, we got a tour, myself, Kevin Henry, and Marcus, the uh, associate athletic director, uh, went on a tour on Friday. The team went to practice, and we were picked up by Jeremy who is in charge of facilities uh, at Auburn, Um, one of the administrators there. And after the tour, we went to lunch together. And I was asking him kind of about, I was like, any chance Barkley's here tomorrow? And he goes, yeah, there's a chance. He comes around for big games quite a bit. And so we were talking about, so I asked him about, does Frank Thomas ever come back around? He said, not much. He said, I've seen him a couple of times in the last 10 years or so. Bo Jackson, um, you know, some of the other Auburn big names. Chuck Person is not welcome back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess Bo is is uh, crotchety and difficult to deal with. Um, just, you know. I could see that. I could see knows that. he's... <laughs> Knows he's Bo Jackson? <laughs> yes, absolutely. But he said Barkley, he's like, when Barkley comes back, it's uh, he said, if he's there tomorrow, watch him. He's, he's unbelievable. So Barkley, it was interesting. His seat was right next to the OU bench. It was the seat right next to the OU bench. Like, the equipment managers sit at the end, and right next to them is Charles Barkley. Yeah, I was going to say, they showed him a lot. I mean, they showed him a lot, like, interacting with the crowd and, Obviously, you saw him, you know, sitting there when they had 
pan the camera and everything. Why would you so. put him next to the visiting bench, though? Why not next to the home bench, you know? I thought that was interesting. But, I mean, cool for our equipment managers, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not with Charles <laughs> Barkley the whole time. I did not see – that guy did not turn down a single autograph request or picture request, man. It was unbelievable. He was there an hour before the game started. Just a line of people, pictures and autographs. When the game would start, he would stop, and he would watch the segment of the game. Then they'd go to a break. He'd turn around, sign pictures, sign autographs, take pictures. Halftime, continuous. Post-game, stuck around for probably... The whole my whole post game show that I'm on the air. Charles is Barkley. Charles Barkley's in the arena signing autographs, taking pictures. Giant smile on his face the whole time. It was really very cool. You know, I wouldn't have blamed him at some point if he just says, "I gotta," you know, "I gotta go." That's all well, I got enough, for today. Enough, you know? Yeah. As far as I knew, he stayed until everybody got what they wanted. I mean, hundreds, maybe, maybe. Over a thousand autographs and pictures that I saw him take and sign. It was incredible. Very impressive. That's cool. And he you like you said, you see him at a lot of games. So it's not like he doesn't come back that often. So it was something like, oh, I don't get around here that much. So you know um he's probably doing that at several games throughout the year because he gets back quite a bit. Okay, you want me to start at football and go down or start at uh gymnastics and go up? <laughs> I, 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 I think saw, you want to start at football. <laughs> you know, you don't want me to build the football. You want me to start with football. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm. A, I, who, okay, this is who's got the better facility? Oh, you or Auburn? Okay. They showed us everything. Not just we didn't just walk into the stadium. We went to the locker rooms. We went to the suites. We went to the radio booths. We went to the uh, club level facilities. All that kind of stuff. It was a three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. Um, I walked five miles, TJ. I kept a pedometer. I walked five miles on this thing. Five miles? One, you wouldn't know it by uh, just saying that. All of their athletic facilities are right on top of each other. It's very compact, which surprises me. We're in the south. It's called the Plains down there. But it is all crunched up together. Like the basketball arena is right across the street from the football stadium right across the street from the baseball stadium, right across the street from everything. Everything is right there in one compact area. I like that. That's kind of cool. You do like that? I don't know if I liked it or not. I did. When I got there, I liked it. And then when I was in the middle of it, I was like, I need to breathe a little bit. Like, I wish these were spread out a little bit more. But anyway, football is easy. Big edge to OU. OU's football stadium, much nicer than Auburn's football stadium. Uh, Jordan Hare is, I would say, fine. It's old, not special. They have a giant video board that is, I think, the biggest in the country. That's the most special thing about it. Uh, other than that, not impressive. Uh, seats about the same as OU's. I think they said it seats 85, somewhere in that range. Uh, the nothing like the south end zone that OU has. Locker rooms are nowhere near as nice. Nothing about it, I would say, ranks ahead of OU's. Uh, 
Huge advantage in this category to Oklahoma in the football stadium category. Does that surprise you at all? Uh, no, no, that, that doesn't surprise me. Surprised me a little bit that it wasn't nicer than it was. Uh, so you're it, saying it's a dump. Cool. No. Put that out there now. Uh, let's see, what would I compare? I mean, it's 85,000 people, so it's it's bigger than anything else in the Big 12 other than Texas. Mm-hmm. But it's just not as nice. Like, it doesn't have the bells and whistles, and it just doesn't look as good uh, as OU Stadium. It's edged OU. I'll move on. Basketball, massive advantage to Auburn. Auburn built a new arena 10 years ago or so. Did it right. They downsized. They did what OU's wanting to do, you know, with this arena plan that that they've had with the city. This place seats 8,500 or so. With standing room only, you can get 9,000 in there, which is what they had on Saturday. They kind of built it after, styled it after Cameron Indoor. Students are on the floor all the way around except for behind the benches. Behind the benches are uh, premium seating. And then right on top of the students all the way around is premium seating. They've got, it's beautiful. It's small, it's suffocating. Uh, It's very well done. I would highly recommend whenever it gets to the point of, oh, you're building a new arena, that Auburn is one of the places they go to. Very, very, very well done. Big advantage, Auburn, in basketball. Baseball was surprising to me, TJ. I would call it underwhelming. Really? I was expecting it to be a big advantage, Auburn. That's what I would have thought. I'm going to give it a slight advantage, and I'm not super comfortable saying that. It's... It's the 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 outside appeal definitely OU gets the edge. Wow! In the inner bowl, if you're like standing on the pitching mound looking at the seats and the press box and everything, mm-hmm. probably Auburn a little bit of an advantage there. Not much. They they seat a little bit more than OU does, but if you put people on the berms, I think it's probably about even with OU. The, the only thing that I would give it an advantage for is the left field wall is kind of a big monster there, which looks cool. I like the big monster in left. Other than that, not as impressive as I thought, honestly. I, I, now, I think it's way down the list of SEC baseball stadiums, like the Mississippi stadiums and LSU and Arkansas and yeah. even Alabama are all much nicer. Auburn's baseball stadium is very underwhelming. I'll give it a slight edge. I know there are some people out there that really hate L. Dale. We did meet with the baseball coaches, by the way. We didn't meet with them. They happened to be in there when we went inside their locker room and batting areas and stuff. So Tim Hudson is their pitching coach. And I was cool getting to meet and talk to Tim Hudson for a while. You know, we play Auburn on opening day. So I was trying to get him to, you know, tell me who was going to be their opening day starter, <laughs> so I could re- come wouldn't reveal, reveal the, the information. information to you. Back to Skip, but they uh, laughed me off. Yeah, I, I better pause there. It's seven eighteen. I'll pick this up when we come back. Uh, so far, 
advantage Auburn in basketball, slightest edge in baseball, massive edge OU in football. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Give Terry a call, 405-361-3380. To visit him online, SaxonRealtyGroup.com. Find out about the $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands, putting that money back in your pocket. Saved people over $300,000 last year alone. So find out more at SaxonRealtyGroup.com. Hey, Comfort- quickly. Yes. Happy birthday to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, 12 years old, on her way to school right now. Brooklyn Johnson, happy birthday. Happy your birthday, dad Brooklyn. is very cool. Happy birthday, oh, yes. How old, 12? Is that not the funniest thing in the world? With you, when I wrote that down to talk about that today, when uh, Gabe and Teddy do the birthdays. Is that what you were imitating right there? Uh, No, no, it wasn't. Okay, so Gabe and Teddy do birthdays on their podcast. Yes. And Gabe will say the birthday. So I'll play the role of Teddy. You play the role of Gabe. So... Just randomly make up a name and, and how old they are and say happy birthday. You're Gabe. I'm Teddy. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, this is a real birthday because I had it written down today. So Brooklyn shares a birthday with the great Nolan Ryan, 75 years old today. Happy birthday, Nolan Ryan. Happy birthday, Nolan. <laughs> Keep going. Today is Billy's seventh birthday. Celebrating ha- a big birth- seven years. Happy birthday, Billy. <laughs> I love listening. <laughs> Teddy echoes the birthdays that Gabe gives, and it's just like I was like, it's so in fun. a soft tone so like funny. that. That's kind of yes, very kind hearted and soft. Yes. <laughs> okay, keep going. I'm sorry. Happy uh, birthday, Brooklyn. Yes, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Brooklyn. Um, let's see. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Unfortunately, this team will go as far as Tanner will take them. If he struggles, it affects the whole team combined with Harkless's mental lapses or is really hurting. Is, what this text is this says. the guy that always texts us in all the suggestions um, he has for the team and everything? Is this the... Not that I'm seeing, but maybe, perhaps. Okay. Man, I'm just sick Oh, yeah, of he's Marvin. the one asking was... about Goldwire being in the doghouse and stuff. So, yeah, it is. I, I, I'm sick about Marvin. He was finally getting – he was finally, you know, was clicking for him and he was contributing, and I think he's going to be out for a while. I'm glad it's not broken, but he was in a boot and on crutches after the game and everything, so I think he's going to be out for a while. Uh, no comment on they'll go as far as Tanner takes him? Well, I mean, part I mean, of that's yeah, true. Ex- I mean, Yeah, to some extent, they're going to have a hard time beating a good team without him having a good game. So they did beat Kansas State without him, but... Um, I mean, yeah, to some extent, he's going to have to play well uh, down the stretch of the season and in the postseason for them to have a chance. But there's other keys, too. Like, Goldwire playing like he did Saturday is huge. If he, if he can keep that up, massive. Mo got to hit shots. Uh, you know, there are some other keys for this team, but certainly Tanner's one of the biggest ones. I agree with that. One I thought you needed more contribution out of Saturday was Jalen Hill. 
He didn't he's, do much. He's yeah. too athletic, too good had, to be having nights like that. So, yeah, yeah, uh, he does disappear sometimes on the offensive end. Morning, guys. Auburn is good, but they do stupid things. Forty-four for them will get a technical for taunting or blowing kisses or flexing. What a punk! What was he doing? He was psycho. He was crazy, man. It was like he was yeah. hopped up on twelve Red Bulls and just couldn't control yeah. his emotions. I don't know what was going on there. So I heard somebody say it like this Saturday: it "says no, no team in America has more guys that play with a chip on their shoulder than Auburn." I think that's a good way to say it. They do show up to the game like they're ready to fight you. Of the elite teams we've seen now, though, and we've fortunately or unfortunately seen several of them, Baylor, Kansas specifically, and now Auburn. Auburn is as talented, if not more so, than Baylor and Kansas. I mean, they got the best player in Jabari Smith. Ochai would be a, a close second, but... There's nothing you can do about Jabari Smith, you know, other than double-team him and get the ball out of his hands. So Auburn is very, very talented. But, and I said this on the air Saturday, I think I'd rank them third in smarts. Like, I, I they do do some silly stuff. They pull up for, like, 35-footers for no reason sometimes. Well, they're, you know? the, they're the personality of their coach. I mean, that's what that is. Kevin said uh, it well, too. He said they could get beat in the first round or they could win the national championship. <laughs> this is going to be a hard team to peg on your bracket because they are uber-talented and deep, but they just do some boneheaded things from time to time that could keep them from winning it all. So, um, But I probably... I would probably, if I had to say who's the best of the teams we played so far, I'd say probably Auburn, just because of all that talent. Mm -hmm. They looked it to me. They looked it to me. Uh, I'll let you get with your uh, facilities okay. breakdown. Softball, I, I would give the same slight edge that I gave Auburn in baseball. I'd give OU the edge in softball, and I'm talking about the current Marita Hines field. Auburn softball stadium, not that nice, and OU's definitely dressed theirs up better. Like the outfield wall and the bleachers in the outfield and stuff. Auburn doesn't have that. Auburn's probably got more seats around behind home plate and everything. I, I they definitely do, but it doesn't look that great. And the the new Love's Field will be double as good as what Auburn's got right now. So I'd give slight edge softball to OU. Gymnastics slight edge Auburn. We saw the training facility for gymnastics. Slight edge Auburn, not big. And the only other thing I would compare is kind of strength and conditioning. We went over to where the football players work out and their indoor facility. Edge to Oklahoma in the weight room strength and conditioning area. Like the o, what OU's got in the Switzer Center is nice. Auburn's just got a big room with a bunch of weights in it. OU's has got more room to do stuff, and it's not, it's just nicer looks newer and nicer auburn's building a brand new indoor so that's going to be nicer than ou's when they're done all in all though i would say i came away from the tour the three hour tour saying eh, pretty even they've got a big edge in basketball we've got a significant edge in football other than that i didn't come away saying wow 
Oklahoma's got a long ways to go to have facilities like Auburn. Now, it's just Auburn. I'm not, you know, I didn't go to Georgia or Alabama or other places. Just Auburn. But I didn't come away going, I, th- I think it's across the board pretty even. Now, when you viewed these facilities, were you, were you wearing your Big 12 glasses or had you put those in your pocket? I don't own Big 12 glasses. <laughs> No, I don't. I, I don't think I was being a homer at all. I, 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 okay, I'm just making sure you weren't being a homer. So I'm perfectly happy for OU to improve facilities. They got to get a better. They got to improve their baseball stadium. Obviously, they're building a new softball stadium. I know Turnip Seed wants to do some stuff over in football. And I think had I gone to like, I think you could go to other places. Like the Mississippi schools' baseball stadiums are unbelievable. You know. Uh. Tennessee, we went to Rocky Top. and So, so I think you, different places around the SEC have different strengths and weaknesses. But I did not come away from Auburn seeing a big gap between what Oklahoma has and what Auburn has in facilities. Okay, well, that's good. A few things are nicer. Biggest, biggest is the basketball arena. few things are nicer. few things Oklahoma has are nicer. The biggest difference is just... Like, the whole Auburn campus and athletic facilities felt to me like Michigan. It's, all like, all on top of each other. Like, they don't have a lot of land. That's the way it feels. It's kind of tight. And Oklahoma's as spread out, probably, as anybody in the country, you know? So, to get from football to basketball, you got to get in a car at OU. Or rent a scooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> It's just across the street at Auburn, um, which is either great or not great, depending on how you feel. Uh, we didn't go to, like, tennis and so- so- OU soccer stadium, much nicer than Auburn's. I did see that from afar. We didn't go to tennis, but I would guess OU's got the edge of tennis, too. So, anyway, there, there you go. That's my uh, assessment of the Auburn facilities after. Now, they do have a better 3D image imaging machine for uniform fit <laughs> which by the way is popping off again this morning my phone keeps going zzz, zzz, zzz. people complaining about people uh, that don't get on not getting paid twitter on the this is how weekend. come my this is how come my books cost so much and you know all that kind of stuff so uh anyway there, there you go it is a little questionable like they built it i know it's like um like, do you the really need d- that to figure out what size uniform someone needs? I mean, really? Well, the the dude that um, runs their football equipment room, as I understand it anyway, uh, is an entrepreneur. He made these masks that you see everybody wearing, these gray and black masks uh, that you see everybody wearing during the pandemic. Uh-huh. That you can breathe better through and everything, right? That the coaches and has were wearing, made, yeah, and has made a killing off of them. Really, and now he's got this machine that either he's he's a part owner in, or he's helped proprietarily make this machine, or somehow he's involved with. This is a one of a kind thing. They don't sell them. They haven't made another one. This is the only one of its kind. So I don't even know if it works or not. But he's just he's showing us this how they use to fit their athletes and everything, and so. I don't have any idea how much it cost them to make. I don't know if who paid for it. I don't have any idea about any of that kind of stuff. 
But it has hit a hot button, that's for sure. I wonder if it even actually works or if he just tells yeah, players not. to stay stand in there and they think, whoa, I've got to come here, check out this you, piece of equipment. And then it really does nothing. He just knows they're a, mm-hmm. you know, whatever size. It could be that because it's got places where you put your feet too. It's supposed to form fit your feet so that you know know you know what exact shoes and contours and stuff you need for your feet too. It could be that if if we had we met with the athletic director, I didn't bring it up, but I could have said, "Hey, tell me about that machine down there in the basement." He might have rolled his eyes and said, "That thing didn't work at all. <laughs> I have no idea." As far as I know, it works great. I don't know. I will right, we'll take a break. Ginny Baron checks post-game thoughts after a big win over Texas next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Now it's time to visit with OU head coach Jenny Baranchik on our OU, host, OU Health post-game interview and joined by Maddie Williams as well. Coach? Don't bring up the turnovers. I was trying to get you. He was like, not letting me. Just don't even bring them up. Don't even bring them up. I, I know you, we had them. We're, we'll fix some of them. I some tell of them you, we're going to have. I tell you what. Winning ugly is great. This was, <laughs> was, this really was not ugly. a pretty game. No, on either it side. Was a, it was, I said it multiple times during the broadcast, the competitiveness was just yeah. so much fun to watch. It wasn't going to be pretty. This was a defensive battle. It was sloppy offensively on both sides as Sherry Cole comes up and gives Maddie a hug here. But your team just gutted it out there. And what a big-time yeah. play. Liz Scott, what a frustrating day. I know. Only played six minutes, but she made the play when I she had know. to. I know. She sure did. I mean, she sure did. And honestly, Honestly, I think the the really cool thing is I think what we just proved to our team and as you know as we look in the mirror we don't have to just outscore people. Yeah. We can we can win with gritty yeah. defense defense and toughness and and we can do that. And now it would have been nice to have been able to have a little bit more, you know, a few more shots go in or a few less turnovers, all that kind of stuff, but I think no matter what we can find a way, yeah. and I think we learned that lesson tonight. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, you had 27, but they had 24 turnovers. Right. So it wasn't a great game for women's basketball, is the point, <laughs> but I said don't mention the turnovers. Yeah, this isn't going into the hall in Knoxville, is it? Right. But uh, they had their last four games, they'd averaged under 12 a game. Yeah. They doubled, you doubled that with what they did here today, and that was a huge factor in the game. Well, I thought, I thought, um, I mean, obviously, you know, both Taylor and Maddie with nine defensive rebounds, I thought our forwards did a nice job, yeah. and I know we gave up a few too many and a lot of them were in you know the first possession of the second half um and i think but when push came to shove i think we found a way i think we did a much better job on the interior again we had a little foul trouble with liz scott but uh, you know i think skyler continues to just do what we need her to do especially defensively um and i thought d lambkin did some nice job in terms of her time tonight just in, just in terms of being able to be that low block defender yeah uh, we need that and uh you know that was clearly their game plan was to be able to go at us i also thought we did a nice job of helping each other out yeah and when I was we about can to help each other yeah. out um you know when we can really be able to play team defense and i thought we did that tonight there was a spurt in the second quarter that I think we didn't. We were a little bit islands, you know, and then we kind of came back in the second half, and I thought we did a much better job of that. Well, when they got the ball in the paint, you just swarmed them, and, you know, they're going to make some, but they missed Mm -hmm. a lot of those shots. And then late in the game, it seemed like they could hardly even get the ball in there because you were knocking it away in hands and passing lanes, and they had turnovers after turnovers. Well, I thought thought Kelby Washington and Nevaeh Scott did a really nice job. I mean, you know, again, I think Taylor and Maddie did as well in that back line because they were, you know, playing post-defense a lot of the night. But I think 
Kelby and Nevaeh did a really nice job of being able to really not let them turn the corner too much. Again, in the second quarter, I think they got right into that logo area, and they yeah. got a couple things. Yeah. Um, in that in that third and fourth quarter, especially when the game's on the line, we didn't allow them just to be able to turn that corner easy. Maddie, congratulations on the win. I know for you and for Tater, this is the first time you've beaten Texas at home. It has to feel pretty sweet. I didn't even know that. <laughs> and to win it like this, I mean, what a gut check kind of game it was. I mean, right? yeah, no, it was so fun. It was so fun to play in, and it was so fun just to see the smiles on everybody's faces um, throughout the game and um, even in the crowd seeing smiles. Yeah. Um, it was just super fun to come out with a win for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you both about that because this is probably the most electric this gym's been in a while here. They were pumped up for this game. That was a little help for you, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And we love it when the crowd comes out and they're engaged and yeah. they're standing up and they're cheering for us all the time, <laughs> regardless of what's happening. Um, but, yeah, it was great to play in front of this crowd. Yeah. Big win. They just keep rolling. Wins over OSU and Texas this week for the Sooner women. Uh, new rankings come out today. I would expect they're back in the top 15 likely. They now play Wednesday at Baylor. Got the Bears in Norman the first time. Uh, Got to go play them down in Waco now. That'll be 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. We have basketball tonight, folks, in the LNC. 8 o'clock start tonight. Big Monday. Our first big Monday of the season, and it is the rematch with TCU. Tonight marks the halfway point of conference play. This is the ninth of 18 conference games. The only team, TJ, who is it? The only team OU hasn't played yet is in conference play. They played Iowa State. They played. They played Texas. Do, 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 uh, they played West Virginia. Who am I blanking on? Who Who is it? The Oklahoma State. Cavaliers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, jeez. Duh. Not looking in uh, their backyard. I'm sitting there I going all over the country. <laughs> Bedlam. Uh, and they get them Saturday. So, first time through or first nine games, they doubled up on TCU. And uh, have not yet played Oklahoma State. How about this? Both Bedlam games this year, TJ, are 11 a.m. Saturday games. No like? I know we hate it in football. Do we hate it in basketball, too? Uh, Not as much, but I don't love an 11 a.m. tip-off. It's awkward for my lunch and everything, so (laughs) I just don't love it. (laughs) I try to run at halftime and get whatever we're going to have for lunch. Sometimes I make it back. Home? Uh, Saturdays is lunch day out. Uh, we don't usually oh, eat really? at home. So, yeah, yeah. That's a tradition? On Saturday at lunch you go out? Uh, typically. Typically, yeah. What about dinner? Typically on Saturday we eat out at dinner, too. Oh, all day Saturday is eat out day. Uh, yes, most of the time. Huh. I've cooked all week. I need a little bit of a break. Mama needs a break, you know. Eat out every Saturday. <laughs> Both meals. Okay. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Write that down, yeah. <laughs> I got it. I mean, that takes a lot of money, you know. Uh, Well, you're going to have to make a quick. Now, can you bring it back to the house? Well, that's what I said. That's what we do on those 11 a.m. tip-offs is I'll at go at halftime and bring it back. But, you know, 
It's just well, inconvenient. Inconvenient for, for me. <laughs> Have you ever been to Gallagher Iba Arena? Uh, yeah, uh, no. Yes? No? <laughs> no, I have not. All right. No. All right. I mean, that's an option. No, it's not. It is north of I-40. Gosh. You talk about really messing up my breakfast and lunch schedule <laughs> then. And it's an hour and 15-minute drive from your house to watch an OU road game. Too much? When I'm having to deal with those individuals too much, yeah. You've gone up for a football game before. I have gone up for football, yes. Mm-hmm. Never baseball either? Uh, never baseball, no. Dude, come on, man. High school playoff games, I've been there for that. Does that count? No, it doesn't okay. count. Okay. All right, so 8 o'clock tonight, TCU. Remember the first time these two teams matched up, it went to overtime. Uh, Frogs won it Sooners had a chance late and missed and they'll get the rematch tonight with Mike Miles and Jamie Dixon and the gang that's an eight o'clock start tonight gonna be uh gassed from Saturday and this road trip and being on the road and everything could use some energy in the arena tonight if uh, you got a chance to roll on out and pack the house that'd be great we'll be back opinions you've got them we want to hear them Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Thinking of selling your home? Saxon Realty Group is your answer. Terry Saxon, $8.99 listing fee, no hidden fees at the end. Put the rest of that money in your pocket. What's not to love? Great customer service, 405-361-3380 or Saxon realtygroup.com air comfort solutions text the line not reading that one because you're stupid you're an idiot uh if charles barkley has a statue wayman tisdale should have a statue no argument yeah i don't think anybody's really arguing that is that just a matter of waiting on a new arena at this point i mean they could move the statue or replace it or whatever but well the only statues we have on campus are for football right now yeah but that's got to be corrected okay i'm just saying like there are no softball statues certainly there are worthy uh players and a coach in that category uh, there are no basketball, so I I assume maybe maybe someday like they they hang numbers in the rafters. There is kind of what they do, so you could do both. Barkley's got his number in the rafters and has a statue out front, but that's kind of just what OU has done is retire jerseys in basketball rather than build statues. So I don't know, maybe that'll change someday. Toby, solid call on Saturday. Charles Barkley recouping that NIL money, sounding good in Minneapolis. He wasn't charging for those autographs, was he? I don't know. He wasn't wasn't making money back. No. Uh, Such a bad call on TV. If only, if only there was a way to hear a different call of the game. (laughs) One that was unbiased, knowledgeable, and entertaining. Guess I'm living in a fantasy world. You text your own show? I'm definitely not unbiased, so... (laughs) Uh, let's see what this is a screenshot of. It has a question mark. 
Uh, let the camp out begin. I love Texas Tech basketball. Uh, it's a bunch of tents outside. Uh, Texas, Texas Tech tomorrow night. Yeah. The return of Chris Beard to Lubbock. That'll <laughs> so be an it's funny. So, uh, oh, gosh, Tennessee. Why am I blanking? Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes came back to Texas on Saturday. Complete love fest. Uh, Chris Beard, like, sat down, had a fireside chat with him beforehand. They honored him before the game. All of his Final Four team came back. Chris Beard now is going back to Lubbock tomorrow night. <laughs> it is not going to be a love fest, man. It's not going to be pleasant, no. They feel about Chris Beard the way that OU fans feel about Lincoln Riley. Uh, he betrayed him. He went and and not only did he leave him, he went to their arch rival. Now, he did take him to the national championship game and elevate Texas Tech basketball to a place they've never been before. But as soon as he agreed to go to Texas, all that went out the window, and they hate him. They're bringing in Ric Flair for this game, TJ? I saw that. Yeah, Rick's fired up about it. I am glad that I get to watch this game. It is going to be an unbelievable atmosphere in Lubbock. That place has gone from absolutely dead for basketball games to a zoo now. One of the best atmospheres in 10 years. No, it's impressive what they've done, and it'll be a great uh, scene when uh, when he rolls into that building. Ric Flair bothers me a little bit with what he's doing here lately. Um, my all-time favorite wrestler, I love Ric Flair, but he has started doing this thing where he goes to all these different schools and makes these appearances, and then it's just like a love fest for him on Twitter. Like He's a fan of that program, and I'm like, you can't be a fan of like 35 different programs, dude. So you can if they write you checks. Yeah, I guess the, I guess you can, and they write him checks. Man's got to so. live, man. Man's got to live. <laughs> Come on, Rick. Eight you're better than that. TJ, today's daily top five in honor of the retirement of Tom Brady, the top five greatest quarterbacks of all time. Coming up next hour, we'll be back.